0: Visit Chris mackcom Email him at csawyer at or give him a call. 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345. Corporate NMLS number 338923. Mac Home Mortgage and Equal Housing Lender. American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC. DBA, Mac Home Mortgage. your Act. Direct. your First Mortgage Correspondent. License Lender Broker Number ML 338923. Massachusetts Mortgage Lender and Mortgage Broker License Number MC 338923. Rhode Island License Lender. License Number 20112810L. Call for additional details.
1: Jones at first down, wide open, it's Barkley, and Saquon Barkley will take it into the end zone. Your best ability is availability. Saquon Barkley, he's great when he's on the field, but the problem is since 2018, he hasn't been healthy
2: for this team.
0: Look at this, they lob it to him, he taps it in on the glass. How about that?
2: Porter Mosier, I think right now, is the best coach of college basketball. Hands down. Fins two for three, he's done his part
0: pitch is drilled to deep right field toward the poles,
1: and it is gone. They don't mind not being what they were in the 90s as the best organization in baseball. Because the Yankees are not even close to the best organization in baseball.
2: They're trying to be the Rays, and the Rays do this for a reason. Like, you're the Yankees.
1: Welcome to Sports Talk with RJ. I'm Steve Risser, along here with Justin D'Onofrio. And it has. We've waited. We waited a month, but it has finally happened. Aaron Rodgers is is a New York Jet. It is official. The trade happened on Monday. The teams in the teams will be exchanging uh, uh, first round picks in this year's draft. The Packers get I think the the Jets second round pick in in, uh, this year's draft as well. Both teams I think get late round exchange late round picks. And the biggest thing here is if Rodgers plays sixty five percent of the snaps, the Packers second round pick that they're supposed to get next year. Becomes a first-round pick, so it finally happened. And the and the big question is now on the Jets side: Are they the best team in the AFC East with this move? Are the Jets the best team in the AFC East? And I still don't think they are. I I think it's very close between them and the Bills. I understand they beat the Bills last year. I understand they came close to beating the Bills uh, uh, when they were in Buffalo last year as well. But I still am going to go with the continuity and the team that has won the division in the last three years. I still think the Bills are the best team in the division. But the Jets, the Jets are clearly the second best team in the division with this trade. Seeing that they have the offense, had the offensive and defensive rookie of the year, the offensive rookie of the year in Garrett Wilson, the defensive rookie of the year in Sauce, Sauce Gardner, their defense is really, really good. I mean, this is probably this might be arguably the best roster that Rodgers has played on in his career. So I don't think they're the best team in the AFC East, but they're clearly the second best team in the AFC East.
2: No, I'm with you. I think they're the second best team right now in the AFC East. Yeah, I think the Bills still kind of own that top spot. But yeah, the Jets aren't far behind. That's a team last year that went seven games with not much quarterback play, a bunch of injuries. And now you add a guy like Aaron Rodgers. So yeah, they're right there. It's the second best team right now. Um, the quarterback was a big issue. you know, Joe Douglas has done a great job drafting. They got a bunch of good, really young talent right now. As you mentioned, the last, you know, last year, the offensive, defensive player, rookie of the year. So, you know, for the Jets right now, the future's really bright and the first time really in about a decade so um yeah for the Jets they get out of the basement now in the AFC East and uh yeah they're they're right there again they could definitely I see them splitting with the, with the Bills possibly but yeah I think right now the Bills still look better than them but they're lurking right behind them
1: Absolutely 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 and I think the other the next question is is are the Jets a Super Bowl contender with this move? And they absolutely are. They absolutely are a Super Bowl contender looking at this defense. And don't forget, last year, Air- yeah, I know Aaron Rodgers had probably his worst year, maybe one of his wor- the worst years of his career, but he still right now is clearly a top-10 quarterback. Last year, he had, he, had a, he had new receivers. I know he did not work out with those new receivers, and that's on him. That's on him. A guy like Tom Brady works out with those guys and makes them better. That's on him. But uh, he also – broke his thumb in week five against the Giants when O'Shane Simenez hit him on the last play of the game. So he was also playing with a broken thumb and had new receivers. So I absolutely think this team is a Super Bowl contender with this with the defense they have, with the skill guys they have. Brees Hall, he was a, he was on his way to maybe even winning, you know, Offensive Rookie of the Year if he doesn't get hurt last year. And obviously you got Garrett Wilson. You got a guy like Alan Lazard who he knows. So I think this Jets team is in great shape going into this season, I, I and I think they clearly are a Super Bowl contender.
2: Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think they're right there. Um, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, you bring in Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Who's one of the best quarterbacks Yeah, last year to struggle. You mentioned it's, it was on him last year for kind of the struggles for some of it, you know, obviously injuries, you know, happen. Um, but yeah, you know, for him, I think the Jets are for how young that team is and for the young talent that they have, they're, they're right there. And, um, I think that they have the office now with Rodgers where they can put up some points and they can kind of, they can keep up with the Joe Burrows of the world. You know, maybe, you know, even Kansas city, you know, the chargers, you know, they, they, they have that, uh, you know, and even the bills, like they, they kind of, when you add a guy like Rodgers and what we saw last year from that young talent that they got around on that offense, it's definitely a team that's capable that they can kind of keep up with the Bengals and the chiefs and what their defense too. you know, they'll keep them a lot of games. So yeah, I, I think the Jets right now are two will contenders
1: absolutely and you talked about the bills and the chiefs and the Bengals. the big question is is where do you put the jets in the afc right now and i put them forth i put them forth i put them but i do put the still have the chiefs still have the Bengals. they still have the bills ahead of them because those are the big three and they have the top three quarterbacks in football and they all i mean the bang and they all are so i've been really good teams the last couple of years but i put them forth i, I put them ahead i put them ahead of the jaguars even though Trevor Lawrence is really good. And that team is on the rise. I put them ahead of the chargers. I mean, that team couldn't hold a 27, nothing lead in the first round, uh, the playoffs. I put them out of the chargers. I put them out of the dolphins. Cause I can't trust. I can't trust two is going to stay healthy. So right now I have the jets fourth. I have them as the fourth best team in the AFC going into this season.
2: Yeah. Right now I have them fourth. If Lamar comes back for Baltimore, I probably put them fifth. So I, I right now I have them fourth. I could see them the fifth. If, if Lamar Jackson goes back to Baltimore, but yeah, they're right there. Yeah. They're, Definitely, right now, still a little bit, you know, not they're not too far away from being right there with the Bengals, Bills, and Chiefs. Um, but yeah, I think fourth is a fair spot for them for what they have with the talent they have. I thought Robert, Robert saw has done a good job, you know, so far um, with that young team, and you know, with everything that kind of happened last year, um, I, I think the Jets right now should be fourth in the in, in the AFC. But yeah, they're not they're they a few minutes ago they're not too far behind. They have the talent the beat any of those teams um but again joe doug has done a great job drafting maybe a couple you know big pieces that they get this weekend maybe it you know launches them up even closer to being in that top three absolutely and uh, two things
1: one what you said about the ravens i still i think they're better than the ravens even with i think with aaron if aaron Rodgers. Is still a top quarterback. They're better than the Ravens because they got a better def- they got a better defense than the Ravens. I think they got a better uh, skill uh, better skill group than the Ravens. I think, and they've got a better and they and they got a better quarterback than the Ravens. So I actually think they're a better team than the Ravens. And number two, yes, I agree with you 100. Joe Douglas has done a phenomenal. Jet did a phenom- they had a the Jets had a phenomenal draft last year. I mean, as we talked about, they had the offensive and defensive rookie of the year in Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson, and then they drafted Brees Hall in the second round. Those were ho- they hit a home run in last year's draft. And that's what set this up. They created a roster that made Aaron Rodgers want to come here. So Joe Douglas deserves a ton of credit for getting Aaron Rodgers here.
2: Yeah, he absolutely does. He's done a great job. And I know it's probably right around a year ago, you know, people kind of thought this would be it, you know, that maybe, you know, this this year coming in, if you know, Wilson didn't kind of come to the guy that, you know, was the top two pick, you know, Douglas would be in some trouble, but yeah, you know, he, he's done an awesome job. He's brought life into that, into that franchise. that. You know, hasn't seen it in about a decade when, you know, Rex Ryan was still there. So it, it's been a while. And, yeah, Joe Douglas done a phenomenal job with that team, kind of building it from the ground up because he took it over in a bad spot. And he's done a really, really great job with that team and has turned that thing around, you know, pretty quickly. What this is going to be his third, fourth year, and he's he's done it pretty quickly to to um, get, this, get this franchise going in the right direction.
1: Yeah. This is his fourth draft. Yeah. You look at where this team was, you know, two years ago or two or two years ago, they were one of the worst teams in the NFL with the, with the drafting that he has done. He's put that he's put the, yeah, he's put this team in position. I know he missed it. He missed on, he made a mistake on Zach Wilson, but with the drafting he's done, he's, yes, he's put this team in position to be, to be a contender in the AFC.
2: Yeah, he absolutely has. And you know, yeah, the quarterback's like the spot you want to hit, but, in this one, it worked out. He's kind of hit everything else, but the quarterback. But now he kind of gets bailed out. And yeah, as you mentioned, Aaron Rodgers wanted to come here and play with this team. And uh you know, it you know, it's a testament to what he's what he's been able to build build through the draft. And um uh, you know, he's done a great job in that department so far.
1: Absolutely, 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 absolutely. So speaking of the draft, now we got to get to. We know the draft is tomorrow we got to get to our Mac draft. We did picks of all 31 teams, and we are going to begin, and we're going to start at number one. This one's pretty obvious. I think it's pretty obvious what's going to happen at number one. The Panthers, they, they weren't going to make this trade if they didn't know who they were going to take, and it's pretty obvious who they're going to take. They've made it pretty obvious. It looks like it's going to be Bryce Young with the number one pick. It really, outside of his size, it looks like he, he's got everything he wants as a franchise quarterback, processes information well. He's mobile. He's got a pretty good arm. So in my with the first pick in my mock draft, I got – the Carolina t- Panthers taking Bryce Young.
2: Yeah, no disagreement with you there. Yeah, Bryce Young, you know, O'Brien kind of ran that pro style kind of offense, you know, so he's got that familiarity. And what I always liked about Bryce Young too it's something that you don't always see is in a big spot in the fourth quarter, he's able to kind of slow down in the moment, you know, kind of. And that's sometimes guys kind of panic in that spot, but he's a guy that's always kind of, you know, he's ready for that moment and he's kind of um, he's done a great job in that department. And, you know, yeah, I know the size is a little bit of a worry, but I think he's got all the tools and tangibles to be a really good NFL quarterback. And yeah, I think the Panthers um, be a great, great pick for the Panthers and the start of a uh, new rebuilding of that new regime.
1: Absolutely. And now, and it looks like this is going to happen. The draft is going to begin. The draft is going to begin here with the Houston Texans because nobody, nobody knows what Nick Casario is going to do with the number two overall pick, but I just can't see them passing on a quarterback. I can't. I th- I think they're. I know they're talking about Will Anderson. I know they're talking about Tyree Wilson. I know they're talking about those guys, but I just can't see them passing on a quarterback. And that's why with the second overall pick, I got the Texans taking C.J. Stroud out of Ohio State with that pick. I think he's you know forty-one touchdown passes last year. He's I like think the highest QBR in college of, in over the last couple of years. I just can't see the Texans. Davis Mills has been okay, but he's just not a, he's proven the last two years he's not a franchise quarterback. I think the Texans need to get their guy. That's why I got them taking CJ Stroud with the number two overall pick.
2: I'm going actually in the defensive side of the ball. I'm going Will Anderson Jr. out of the edge rusher out of Alabama. This is, I I think, you know, for the Texans, now with DeMarco Ryan there, you know, defensive guy, he wants to bring in a defensive, you know, defensive stud like Anderson. And I think the hope is, I don't know, I because I, I know there's been talk, and I think the Texans, their hope is that they keep Mills and next year that, you know, they win like three games and they get the first pick and they can go out and get Caleb Williams. You know, I, there's just so many holes. That I think that's kind of the hope. I, you know, that's their plan, but it's more of a hope, I feel like, is you, you you never know. They kind of messed up getting the number one pick this year, but Willie Anderson, um, you know, he's he's been one of the best defense players the last couple years in, in in the sport um you know wasn't great you know um wasn't great in that Tennessee game they're now right kind of slowed him down and, and did a good job against him and he's right a potential first round pick but will Anderson um just he's been a dominant force on the defense and the football the last couple years and I think that's where Texans the Texans go here the second pick
1: yeah, I mean, I just I mean, I just don't think I just can't see them going another year with Davis Mills as their starter. I just can't see them doing it. That's why I got them taking a QB. But it's going to be really really interesting to see what they do at number 2. Now we'll go yeah. to another Now we'll go to another team that's going to be interesting to see what they do and that's the Cardinals. I think a lot of people think they are going to trade the pick, and I personally think that's going to happen. I think the Cardinals trade the pick, and I think they trade they they move all the way down to 11, and I think they trade they the Titans trade up for this pick. And I think the Titans take Anthony Richardson. I think the Ryan Tannehill Ryan Tannehill's days are coming to an end there. And they might just keep Ryan Tannehill this year. So then this is a pretty good place. So Anthony Richardson could sit and learn from him. Because it's gonna be hard for Anthony Richardson to have success playing right away. He's very, very wrong. Now he has the highest floor, he's the highest ceiling of anybody in this draft, but he is the lowest floor. He could be he has the biggest bust potential of anyone. But if everything comes together for Anthony Richardson, he has potential to be a top five quarterback. He has the he has the most potential of anyone in this draft. If, if 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 everything comes together, if he puts it all together, so I think the Titans, I think they're they, I think they're pretty much, they're pretty much coming to an end with Ryan Tannehill. I think the 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 Tannehill's days are coming to an end, and I think they trade up with the Cardinals and they take Anthony Richardson with the third overall pick. Justin, who do you got? Do you have the cards uh, picking at number three, or do you have them trading that pick?
2: I do have them picking, but yeah, sounds like they may actually trade back. Uh, but right now, I do have got them. Um... Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech, you know, seven foot six or six foot six, two seventy. Um, you know, very explosive. Really did, really does a great job of getting off his blocks. Um, you know, he Texas tech, Tech's defense gotten a little better the last couple of years, you know, from the Cliff Keene days. And he's been a big part of the reason why. Arizona really, I think they got like the worst. Them and the Texans have the two worst rosters right now. Arizona could go pretty much anywhere. Um, right now I could see them getting Tyree Wilson. Um, trying to, again, again get another defensive-minded head coach, start to build that defensive side of the ball, and I think that's where they go with the third pick.
1: Yes, we'll see. It's going to be very, very interesting to see what Arizona does with that third pick. Now, number four with the with, with the Colts, I mean, I think they. this is obvious. They need to go quarterback. They need to get their franchise guy. For me, I got the top three guys off the board. I got Young, Stroud, and Richardson off the board, so it's pretty obvious for me with the Colts they got to go they got to take a quarterback and it's got to be Will Levis i think the colts take will levis with the number 4 pick i think it's been they, they got to stop the uh the, the quarterback roulette there it's just been it's been a it's been a merry go round they just keep switching quarterbacks every year they've had seven different starting they've had i think they've had seven different starting quarterbacks in the last 7 years that has got to stop for this team i think you need to get their franchise guy and i got the colts with the number 4 selection taking will levis a connecticut guy there justin you got the Connecticut guy going number four overall for the Colts.
2: I do as well. I got Levis going to uh, Indy, and yeah, you know he he looks like the prototypical kind of NFL quarterback at six foot five, six foot six, kind of long, you uh, know, you know, big arm. Um, did not, you know, was very inconsistent last year, but he probably had one of the worst offensive lines in the entire country, and he played through a couple injuries as well. So you know he's a tough kid, but you know I know the accuracy is kind of. You know, the accuracy, the inconsistencies there as a passer is a worry. But yeah, I think he's kind of you know, I think you know Indianapolis could develop into a pretty good quarterback. And yeah, they got to stop that roulette. And um, sounds like you know, we'll love us right now. Number four going to uh Indy.
1: Yes, Indy needs to get their guy for the future. Now with the number five pick, it is the Seattle Seahawks. And we've heard rumors about a quarterback here. We've heard rumors about them taking a quarterback. But I think that would be dumb because I think this team, if they can get some pieces on defense, could compete in the NFC next year if Geno Smith plays as well as he did last year. So th- this is why I-, I got the Seahawks going defense here, and the best defensive players on the is still on the board for me, and that's Will Anderson, and that's why it makes perfect sense. It fits a need, too, that with the fifth overall pick, I got the Seahawks taking Will Anderson with this pick. I think he's really going to help their pass rush. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna be really, really good for, for this team if he gets drafted there. So I got the, the tech the uh the, the Seahawks taking Will Anderson with the fifth overall pick. Justin, who do you got the Seahawks taking?
2: Yeah, I go in uh same conference, but to a rival Georgia, I got Jalen Carter going off the board D tackle. Um, you know, we know there was some off the field concerns there, you know, in, in January, you know, and I felt like, you know, in that um, you know, didn't in, you know. He didn't – I in that semifinal game to Ohio State, I didn't feel like he had much left in the tank towards the end of that game last year. Um, You know, I've also read, too, that he's a guy that sometimes doesn't respond to tough coaching. And the thing is, I think he's got – I think he can be the best defensive player, you know, in this draft, you know, from this class. You know, I think he's got the potentials off the wall for him. He's such a – you know, he's such a game wrecker. But the thing is, could he put it all together? Can the – off the field, can the motivation factor, you know – can can that can can he figure out a way to get get through that? Because if he does, I think he can be a really dominant force the NFL level for years to come. Oh,
1: absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I think I think he could be I think he could be a fun oh yeah, I think he could be a phenomenal player. I think he has the most upside of anybody of, of, of probably anybody in this draft because he could stop the run and he can get pre- and, and, and yes, yeah, he only had three sacks, but yeah, I think he can get pressure on the quarterback as well.
2: Yeah, he absolutely can. He's the dominant force um yeah he's a big he was a big part of that anchor that george defense the last couple years you know we saw that what he was able to do that 2021 team that defense was one of the best defense we've seen in college football in a long time so yeah i completely agree with you the upside is is off the charts but yeah it's can he can 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 a team like maybe like seattle kind of get to his full potential because yeah that, that'll be a home run pick for him absolutely so now we're going to talk about another team. It's kind of very
1: similar to the Seahawks. Had a really good offense last year. Did not have that good of a defense. But a team that, if they can get some defensive pieces, can compete for a Super Bowl. And that's the Detroit Lions. As we, as we saw that Lions-Seahawks game was like 47-42 last year. So looking at the Lions r- right now and looking at the fact that Will Anderson, for me, is off the board, I got them taking the next best defensive player, and that is Jalen Carter. And it fits a need. So that, that would be a perfect fit with the Detroit Lions. So with the sixth pick, I got the Lions taking Jalen Carter. Uh, out of uh, the University of Georgia.
2: I'm going on the secondary side of the ball. Um, I'm going with Devin Weatherspoon out of Illinois. You know he was a ball hawking corner. I know the top speed may not be great, but, um, you know, he had 14 pass breakups last year. You know, he's great at recognizing the routes. And, yeah, Detroit really struggled in that back back end last year. Um, the defense was a struggle. Dan Campbell, you know, and that offense was really good last year. But, yeah, they got to add some defensive pieces, I think, um, you know, well, this one would be, would be a really nice addition. And playing under Brett Bealmo's, you know, been in the NFL, Um, I think it'd be a good pick for the Lions there.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. And don't forget, the Lions got two first-round picks. So we'll be talking about what they do at 18 as well. Now, with the seventh overall pick, that is the Raiders. Yes, I think the biggest thing for the Raiders is, yes, they got some holes. On the offensive line, they got some holes. On that dif- defensive line, they have some holes. But I think their biggest hole is in the secondary. And I think, yeah, if you want to talk about – they're a defensive their defensive line they still have they have max crosby who's one of the best edge rushers in the game and then they also have chandler jones i know he had a down year last year but i'm not going to give up on him yet that's why i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna uh make a my pick has the raiders filling a desperate hole and that's at in the secondary and that's why with the seventh pick i got the raiders taking devin witherspoon out of illinois justin who do you got the raiders taking at seven
2: i'm going corner two but i'm going christian gonzalez out of oregon um physical cornerback as you mentioned too, yeah. They they really need help in that bat. They need help pretty much anywhere in defense besides the defensive line part. Um, you know, it, you know, like I think he's got some high upside too, because I think all the tools are kind of there for him. Now he's just got to put it all together and maybe um Vegas kind of be able to do that. Um, you know, for a guy at six one, he's got the rare rear speed to kind of keep up with um downhill threats, you know, with the top end speed that he has. So for for the Raiders helping out that defense, they got him taking Dallas.
1: Yeah, it it, it it yeah. I mean, the Raiders could go D D D N. They could go corner, but I think the best move for the Raiders would be to go with the with the the uh, with the defensive line with the number eight pick. I mean, if this is the dream scenario. I I've set up the dream scenario for the Falcons. Tyree Wilson is still on the board, and I think if he's there, the Falcons have to take him. This team was was, was second to last in the NFL in sacks last year with twenty one. I think it's as obvious as a slam dunk. If he's there, the Falcons have to take Tyreek Wilson with this pick and I got him there. And that's why I got the Falcons with the eighth pick taking Tyree, Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech.
2: I got him going, um, outside their defensive end here with Nolan Smith. Um, I know this is maybe a little bit of a reach, but I feel like if they can get the full potential out of him, um, he's a guy that, you know, I know he's a little bit undersized to be playing that position. Um, but he's another one, huge kind of part of that Georgia defense, um, can make a lot of plays in the backfield. I know kind of injuries playing 17 games may be tougher size, but I, I feel like, you know, Atlanta, he could be kind of a playmaker in that defense and, and they need that. So maybe a jump, but um, Nolan Smith, I got going to Atlanta number eight.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely see this team really needs to address their. They really need an edge rusher, and I think it would make a lot of sense to draft one, draft one with the number eight pick. With the number nine pick, with the Chicago Bears, uh, they trade obviously traded. They had the number one pick, but they traded down to uh, to, to uh, with the Panthers, to, and they end up getting DJ Moore with that with within with, with that trade. But I think this is I think this is interesting. I think the Bears like offensively. I don't really talk about a lot of offensive line, but I think they're set there. They, they, they don't, it's not, they don't, they do they're not set there, but they, they don't have as many needs there. I think there's two major needs with them, and one is edge rusher, and the other one is corner. And I think it's really came down to Christian Gonzalez or uh, Nolan Smith for me. For me, I felt like Nolan Smith was a reach at nine, and that's why with the number nine overall pick, I got the Bears taking Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon. Justin, who do you got the Bears taking at number nine?
2: I'm going the offensive ball. I'm going Peter Sonorski out of Northwestern. You know, he stepped in for Rashad Slater his freshman year you know, after he opted out and he was second team, all big 10, um, you know, he's probably a better fit at guard in the NFL. Um, but I I think he, the bears, you know, Justin Fields, we kind of saw that he, you know, we, we saw the potential in him last year. You want to keep him healthy. He was got banged up last year. You want to kind of bulk up that offensive line. I know there's probably bigger needs out there, but I feel like you want to protect your franchise quarterback. And, um, I feel like going, going off at the lineman here, um, you know, could could be a nice get here for for Chicago.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, really, they can address the O line, and they can address pretty much anywhere on the defense outside of linebacker. That roster still needs some help. Uh, uh, that roster definitely still needs some help. Even though they added added a lot of pieces, they definitely still need some help to get to be to to, to get to being one of the top teams in the uh, NFC North. Now we got the defending NFC champions who have this pick because they traded they traded last year with the Saints to get this pick. They traded one of their three first-round picks with the Saints to get this pick. So for the Eagles, uh, for them, they don't have that many holes, but there is one kind of a glitch, one one hole on this team, and I think it's the it's, it's on the offensive line at the guard position because Celia Lamalo went to the Steelers. So and, and it looks like for me, I have I don't have ski. I have still have on the board, and I think there's a very good chance he's going to move to guard, as you said about with him with the Bears. So with with the tenth pick, I got the Eagles taking Peter uh, Skaranski. Uh, and having him move to guard and play guard this year, start at guard for the Eagles with that number 10 pick.
2: I got him going defense. I got him getting Luka um, Ben-Noss from Iowa, the edge rusher, out of there. Big run stuff for Iowa. We know Iowa always kind of fills guys in the NFL level, seems like every year. He had 14 sacks the last two years, which was tied for the most in Big Ten. Um, Iowa does a great job developing guys. You know, we know Eagles lost a couple of edge guys, you know, in free agency. I know this one may be a little bit more – of a reach as well, like Nolan Smith, but I feel like the potential with him um, is off the charts. And I feel like it'd be a nice, nice pick there for the Eagles.
1: Absolutely. 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 With the number 11 pick that is the Titans. But remember if you guys who just, who just tuned in, I had the, I had the, the, uh, the Titans trading up to the number three, pick to Anthony Richardson. So for me, this is the Cardinals pick. And for me, I got the Cardinals taking Paris Johnson out of Ohio state uh, Calvin Beach and he's getting up there. He's getting up there in age and TJ Humphreys missed half the season last year. So and you saw with Kyler Murray with Kyler Murray, you need if you, he was a big investment from uh, a big investment with he was, this team's big investment last summer. So I think that the Cardinals need need a guy to protect them. And that's why I got I got Parrish them taking Parrish Johnson with the number 11 pick. But Justin, you have still have the Titans uh, in this spot. Who do you got the Titans taking?
2: I get him going like we with the number three pick. I get him going quarterback for CJ Stroud. Um, you know, I think if he's still sitting there number eleven, which you know, maybe a possibility depending on what the Texans and kind of some other teams that may be looking at quarterback. Um, yeah, you know, if they want to start that rebuild, if if you know, kind of sounds like maybe they're looking at Derrick Henry to maybe move him soon. But he had eighty two t- or eighty five touchdowns the last two years, which is the most of conference history. Um you know, his play, again, what he did against George in that semifinal game, and that was against pretty much an NFL defense. And what he did, um, I think Stroud could be really good at the NFL level. And I think to kind of maybe start that rebuild with Tennessee maybe headed, I think C.J. Stroud would be an awesome pick for the Tennessee Titans.
1: All right, we got a comment from Rodrigo. Hey, guys, what team is taking B. John Robinson? Rodrigo, thank you for listening and stay tuned. We will tell you what team is taking B. John Robinson if you stay tuned. So, so uh, stay tuned for that. But we got to get to the number 12 pick, and this is also the Texans pick. And they could, they could go really – as you were said earlier, they have one of the worst rosters in football. Even though they added some pieces this year, they still have one of the worst rosters in football, so they can go anywhere. But I think a hole on this team is definitely the receiver position. And I think, you know, the, the number – I got them taking C.J. Stroud, and the number one receiver is Jackson Smith and Jigba. I think you put them together. You've seen what's happened with Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow when you put them together. You've seen what's happened with uh with with uh, Tua and Jalen Waddle when you put them together. You see, you've seen what you saw what happened with uh, Jalen Hurts and, and Devontae Smith when you put them together. So I think it makes sense to put pair those guys together. I got with the number twelve overall pick. I got Jackson Smith and Jigba going to the Houston Texans. Justin, who do you got the Texans taking with the twelfth pick?
2: Yeah, I got the same pick as you, but going to division rival. Like I'm going to. I mean the same pick. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know. Um, I got same pick: Jackson Smith and Digba. I know we have not seen him play, you know, since that Rose Bowl game, um, against Utah, where he absolutely, you know, you know, had a just a monster game. Um, but he's great at creating space. Yeah, the Texans need they 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 need a kind of guy wide receiver again. Maybe you know, even if Davis Mills not the future guy for next year to kind of help, you know, maybe a rookie or even if they do go at number two, I think Jackson Smith and Digba. Um would be an awesome pick here for Houston and bring a little bit more excitement to that offense that doesn't have a ton of kind of big play threats like uh like Smith and Jigba.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Now with the 13th pick, that goes to the uh to the Green Bay Packers. And the big reason why they have the 13th pick is because they swapped with the Jets. And I could see them going receiver here, but the best receiver has been got taken right in front of them. So I think with the 13th pick, I think Robert Tanya being gone and looking at Dalton Kincaid and the game he had against the uh, against USC. the uh against USC was outstanding and they lost Robert Tanya. With the 13th overall pick, I got the Texan the the Packer taking Dalton Kincaid out of Utah.
2: Yep. Uh going right there with you. You know, they um you know what he did in that game, um against USC was unbelievable. 200 yards, you know, he's just a match match problem for the defensive with his I'm at the tight end position. Um, not a great blocker, but that's something that the Packers can kind of develop. Um, yeah, you know, again, now that Aaron Rodgers is gone, you got Jordan Love now. Um, you, you gotta help out your new quarterback. And I think grabbing Dalton Kincaid here for, for the Green Bay Packers would be, would be a great start to that. Um, they, they need help at the weapons position. I think Kincaid would, um, would help fill that need there. As you mentioned too, his tight end losing Tanya as well.
1: Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Now the Patriots are got not the fourteenth overall pick. Justin, I'll let you go first because it's your favorite team. So, Justin, with the fourteenth pick, who do you got the Patriots taking?
2: I'm going Brian Branch out of Alabama. He just seems to fit the kind of what the Patriots want. He could play safety. He could play the nickel cornerback. You know, he's a second team All American. Again, you know, Bill Belichick loves taking Bama guys. It usually works out in our favor. Um, but he's a guy that. Bill can use as a blitzer. He did that at Alabama. He's got great um, IQ. And, again, he could kind of start and fill right away in um, Devin McCourty's spot, you know, day one. So, I feel like this might be a reach, but this just seems like a Patriot type of player. And I Bill doesn't usually pass those type of guys up. Yeah, you know the Patriots because they do like to reach. But I think the Patriots need a tackle. They need a tackle.
1: Yeah. Trent Brown had a very, very tough year at left tackle. My thing for them in the offseason was they either had to go get – a receiver or they had to go get a tackle They did get a couple pass catchers in the offseason I wanted them to go out and get DeAndre Hopkins But mm, they did get a couple pass They did get a couple pass rushers in the offseason With, uh, with uh, Mike Asaki And uh, and they went out and got Juju Smith-Schuster But they did not get Orlando Brown Who I think they should they they very they Could have gotten But in this draft I got them with the 14th pick Taking Broderick Jones out of, out of Georgia You need to have This is a big year for Mac Jones You need a tackle that can protect him so, yes, I'm going with Mac. Jo- no, I mean, I mean I'm mean i going with Broderick Jones with the 14th overall pick
2: for the Patriots. Yeah, I like that pick. You know, they, 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 you know, the Patriots could go a lot of spots there. Yeah, tackle is kind of the next spot. If I had Branch going higher, it definitely would have been a tackle, probably would have been Jones. Um, but yeah, they, they got to protect Mac Jones. This is a big year for him to mention. They got to figure out if he's the guy or not. Um, and yeah, he, Again, Trent Brown was horrible last year. Isaiah wynn has gone now, so yeah, they can get they need some help on that offensive of line. I think Jones would would be could be another awesome pick for him there at uh, fourteen.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So now we got the Jets, and I think this is pretty obvious where they got to go here. They 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 did, they're very lucky to still have this pick because I mean I know it's not as high. It was this just went from thirteen to fifteen, but they're lucky to have this pick. And I think they obviously need to address one thing, and that's the offensive line, especially tackle, because you cannot count on Makai Beckman to stay healthy. So I think with the 15th overall pick, I got the Jets going with Darnell Wright out of Tennessee. Justin, who do you got the Jets taking at 15th?
2: Yeah, I'm going with the guy you just gave, you know, you got the page guy and Braddock Jones, the tackle out of Georgia here. Um, You know, at at Aaron Rodgers' age, you got to keep him healthy. You know, as you mentioned, Beckman has not been able to show the ability he could stay healthy. Might not be ready to kind of start right away. Maybe. But um, I, I think he's a guy that um could start right now, or he's a guy maybe another year back then. Hopefully he can stay on the field. He could kind of be his understudy for now. But, yeah, the Jets, Jets need a tackle, I feel like, right now.
1: So we got Rodrigo. He is a Jet fan. So, Rodrigo, Jets. we'll ask you a question. I know we're going to keep going with our mock draft. Who would, who would you want with a number 15 overall pick? And also, you got to be pumped about Aaron Rodgers.
2: Yeah, he absolutely does. Jets, it's a, it's a new, new day in New York for the Jet fans. Absolutely.
1: Oh, absolutely. 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 And we got one listening with us right now. Now with the, we'll, we'll move on to our mock draft, But if Rodrigo wants to comment, we'll, we'll get back to him with the number 16th overall pick. This is the commander's pick. I think something was a little bit telling today. They did, you know, uh, did not exercise the 55th year option on Chase Young. So maybe you see them taking an edge rusher. But I still think they're set at a defensive line. I think their biggest weaknesses are corner and linebacker. But there isn't a, really a linebacker that's projected to go in the first round. So for me, I'm going to take the one of the one of the top one of the top corners that's still on the board for them with the 16th overall pick. I got the Washington Commanders taking Emmanuel Forbes out of Mississippi State. Justin, where do you got Washington going at 16?
2: I got going secondary as well. I got him to uh your Nittany line, Joey Porter Jr. He was supposed to be like a top ten pick going into the year, kind of sliding a bit back a little bit, but only had one interception on the year. But he but um he started for four years there. He was terrific in a man to man coverage. Um you know and he he put a ton at Penn State, you know, that man man to man coverage. So I got Washington going secondary as well, but Joey Porter Jr. So
1: Rodrigo, he's on the same page as us. He like he wants Parrish, Johnson. He wants a tackle. He wants a tackle. I think that's so obvious for the Jets yeah. tackle. That's just so obvious. I would be very, very surprised they don't take a tackle tomorrow night if if Johnson and Broderick Jones were on the board. I'd be very or Garnell, right? Even any of those three guys. I'd be very, very surprised if the Jets don't take a tackle there.
2: Yeah, absolutely not. One of those three, I assume he's gonna be on the board. So yeah, the tackle, yeah, he's on the same page as us there. They desperately that, not desperately, but yeah, they they need one. They need one. Um big time tackle there to make sure that Aaron Rodgers stays healthy this year.
1: All right. With the 17th overall pick that this goes to the Steelers. And uh, I think there's two, two places you can go tackle, which they need to they need to be better protecting Kenny Pickett this year. Cause he's their franchise guy. They, and also corner. Cause they did lose Cameron Sutton in the offseason as well. So those are the two weakest positions. I feel like for the Steelers, a team with a pretty good roster, but Uh, I don't really think, I think the tackle, for me, the tackles are off the board. So for me, I got a reunion. I got Joey Porter going back to where his, I got Joey Porter's son playing where his dad won a Super Bowl with the Steelers. I got the Steelers taking uh, Joey Porter Jr. with this pick out of Penn State. I got the Steelers going Joey Porter Jr. with the 17th pick. Justin, we got the Steelers taking at 17.
2: I got him going tackle Darnell right out of Tennessee. You know, if he was a guy at the beginning of the year, people thought would be like a third day kind of draft pick but he had an awesome game there against Will anderson he kept you know hayden hooker clean um you know you mentioned you know Hook, hooker had a lot of time in that game um drop back and you know again the steelers you mentioned old o- line was was a big mess last year they gave up you know 40 sacks last year they need help with that position drastically i think um darnell Wright could bring that kind of help out that offensive line quickly
1: absolutely and we got another comment from rodrigo <laughs> <laughs> also with the Rogers, I'm happy as the alcohol and the liquor. Right, he's very, I bet he was oh, partying yeah. on Monday when the Jets. Oh, uh, got got Aaron Rodgers, and uh, uh, now with the number 18th pick in the draft, this one goes to the Lions. I still think they, they, they. I think they go defense again, and I think they go defensive line again. It's, it's, it's really between D line and corner, but I think that they would be reaching a little bit, getting a corner at this point. So I'm going to go defensive line and I'm going to pair, I'm going to pair, I'm going to pair the two Georgia guys together. I got them taking Nolan Smith with this pick. You got imagine this defensive line, Nolan Smith, Aiden Hutchinson and uh Jalen Carter. That's a really good defensive yeah. line for a team that is on the rise. So with the 18th overall pick, I got the lions taking Nolan Smith from Georgia, Justin, who do you got with the 18th pick? And here's a clue. You're going to get, you're going to yeah. get one of your answers, Rodrigo.
2: Yeah, I'm going, uh, going running back here. B. John Robinson, uh, you know he's a really good, re- re- well-rounded back. I feel like nowadays you need to have two, di- you need to have like that, that de- my dynamic duo in the backfield, you know, to be successful. Again, DeAndre Swift's been really good, but you know I know he missed some time last year. Um, he's really good protection-wise, and again, what Swift too? He's averaged over 200 care, 220 carries last two years. So, you know, he, he had a big workload there at Texas. Again a little bit less of a workload with sharing the backfield with Swift, that would help. Um, but I think Detroit here getting another offensive weapon um, would would be nice there to compliment Jerry Goff. And I know he's not going to be there forever, but in maybe the year, another year or two when they kind of maybe move on, getting to the quarterback, bringing that in with him and Swift would be a nice, really, really good backfield.
1: And the thing is, is you got, they did get David Montgomery, but you cannot count on him to stay healthy. Yeah. They did lose Jamal Williams to uh, new Orleans. So yeah, I would not be surprised at all if they this, – this is definitely a spot. I think, like, 18, 19 definitely could be two very, very potential destinations for Bijan Robinson. So, uh, with the, but we are going to move on to the Bucks pick. And with the 19th pick, this is a tough one. Yes, Bijan could go there, but look at this Bucks roster. Look at the way it's diminished over, over the last year. I just don't see them being a running back away from turning this thing around. I look at this roster and uh, I, I, I think tackle would be good, but I think the tackles are off the board. So I'm going to go with the next best thing. I think they need an edge rusher because Shaq Barrett is 30 coming off a torn Achilles. So that's why, we, so with the 19th pick, I got the Buccaneers taking Lucas Van Nies out of Iowa with that pick. Justin, who do you got them taking at 19?
2: I'm going Anthony Richardson. You know, I'm with you. I think they're still kind of. They need another kind of. I feel like you know with that division, they're not like they're not that. is not far off from being a to from winning that division. Again, maybe Baker's their guy this year, but I think Anthony Richardson again. You mentioned too, you know that the you know this guy could be yeah top five quarterback or he could be like Jamarcus Russell bust. You know if he goes earlier than nineteen, you know w- with the potential there, you know if he doesn't make. Really, his second reads are not great. He's, the accuracy is an issue. Again, he struggled in South Florida, who had one of the worst offenses in college football in a long time. He struggled in that football game to, to complete passes. The talent's there. It's just, can he put it together? Maybe the Bucs are that organization that can help him out. But it, you mentioned it, he is really, really raw. Um, and I got the Bucks taking him there at number 19.
1: And Rodrigo, uh, he says, I want him on the Eagles just for the chaos. He did visit with them, so you might not be wrong. That could that could be a potential destination. I think from t- from running from ten on could could be. I don't know. All those teams will go for a running back, but yeah, they lost Miles Sanders. It could potentially happen there, but there is some potential that Bijan could go to the Eagles.
2: Yeah, I know you wouldn't be very happy with that. I would not you, be happy at all. I necessary. would not be happy at
1: all. I would not be happy but, at all. Yeah, I,
2: I I could totally see that the Eagles. Adding are running back, they've done a great job in that department the last couple of years. That that would be a that'd be a nice pick for the Eagles with Jalen with Jalen Hurts. Uh, yeah, that that offense would be even more scarier now, which it's hard to imagine to get even more kind of scary with all the weapons they got already.
1: Exactly, exactly, exactly. Now with the number twenty pick, this is, this is also the Seahawks pick their second pick in the first round, and I think again they got to keep going defense, keep going defense, keep improving that defense, and I got them improving this defense on the interior. I got them taking Khalid Cal- Was it because it uh, Caligia, Clancy can't Clancy mm-hmm. out of pick? I think he had seven sacks last year. Really good at getting to the quarterback, needs to improve against the run. But could you imagine Clancy and Will Anderson on that defensive line? Oh, yeah. I think that <laughs> in the future is going to be really, really good. So, with the number 20 overall pick, I got the Seahawks taking Clancy out of pick. Justin, who do you got the Seahawks taking at 20?
2: I'm going in tier line, I'm going at guards by Osiris Torrance out of Florida. Um, Transferred in last year from Lafayette, under his, you know, coach Billy Napier, who went to Florida with him last year. Um, he's a guy that did never did not allow a sack on over um 14, 1400, um blocking snaps. You know, he, he's a guy, you know, they just gave Geno there that extension. Again, they gave up what like 46, 47 sacks last year. They need help in that department. Even if they do go with a younger quarterback and they do draft somebody at the first pick at number five. Even to have somebody there, kind of another kind of lineman to help, you know, protect that that um that young quarterback that they got bringing in too. I, I think Torrance is um a good is a good get there for him. They just need somebody that can at least protect the quarterback because they they that's that's been you know a problem for the last couple of years. It's the off the line.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And it did get Charles Cross. And last year, but yeah, it definitely has been an issue for the Seahawks in the last couple of years. Now, with the number 21 overall pick, and let me tell you something, Rodrigo, you're going to get the second answer to your question. With the 21st overall pick, I got them taking Dijon Robinson. Here's why. There's potential of... Uh, of I got the Chargers taking Dijon because I think there's potential that Austin Eckler could be traded and I think this is the missing piece for the Chargers to get over the hump. If, if, if Eckler gets traded, I think this is the missing piece. I think, you know, they got good receivers. I know Keenan Allen's getting old, but they still have Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. they got two good Ed Rushers and Boza and Mac. I mean, they're, they're, they're good in the secondary with, with Samuel and, and James. This, I feel like, is the missing piece to get the Chargers to become Super Bowl contenders. And this is why, with the number 21 overall pick, I got the Chargers taking B. John Robinson.
2: I'm going offense as well, but I'm going wide receiver going from the guy that did not play too far from there. Jordan Addison out of USC, you know, big playmaker, another downhill threat for, uh, Justin Herbert. You know, he's a guy, he's a smaller guy, but he rarely has any drops. Um, great hands was really productive at Pittsburgh USC last year. Um, you know, theme when the Blintikoff again this year. So I think he won a two straight years. I know he won a pit, um, one of the best wide receivers, you know, it's been one of the best wide receivers in the country the last couple of years. Another three, as you mentioned, I know Keenan Allen's getting a little bit older as well. Um, Mike Williams still there, but another wide receiver there for Justin Herbert. Wouldn't hurt. And I think that's where the, could see the charge going there with number 21.
1: With the 22nd overall pick, and this pick goes to the Ravens. I got a homecoming. I got a homecoming here. The Ravens lost Marcus Peters. I got Deontay Banks, who played at Maryland. He's, he's, he, I got him. Grew up in Baltimore, Playing at Maryland and then playing for the Baltimore Ravens. The kid's living out, I got the kid living on his dream. I got him – I got the Ravens taking him with the number 22 overall pick. Justin, you got the Ravens taking at 22.
2: I'm going to somebody that could uh, help out Lamar. Or maybe help Lamar stay in Baltimore. Help kind of the pursuit a little bit more. Quentin Johnson uh, could be another big puzzle there keeping keep it on. But he had 163 yards against Michigan in the college football semifinal game. Um, he's an athletic guy. Downhill threat. They can even use him as an end around type of guy. I know, you know, Baltimore kind of uses some gimmicky stuff, you know, offensively. He could kind of add to that. But, you know, the downfall with him at times is kind of not looking the ball in every time. He's got some drops. But again, bulking up that wide receiver room, which we do, you know, they do need. um, Could see Quinn Johnson going there to Baltimore, trying to help out Lamar there. and trying to keep, keep him around for a little bit longer.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta try. Definitely gotta try to do that. Now at twenty-three, that is the Minnesota Vikings, and I think the biggest need is corner. But the problem is, is all the corners for me are off the board. All the all the top corners. If they took a corner at twenty-three, they'd be reaching. So I look at the next best thing, and that's receive. That's depth at the receiver position because they did lose Adam Thielen. He went to the Panthers. So I got them taking Zay Flowers out of BC. I think he's got some speed. I think he really could. Have, I think he's going to be a good compliment to Justin Jefferson. So with the twenty third pick, I got the Vikings taking Zay Flowers out of BC. Justin, who do you got the Vikings taking at twenty three?
2: Because I did have another cornerback left. I do got him getting Emmanuel Forbes out of Mississippi State. Um, the guy's a playmaker on defense. He had six pick sixes. I think you know, uh, or he had eleven total in his career. He had you know, um, or he had six pick sixes. Six pick sixes in his career, and he had fourteen interceptions you know in his career at Mississippi State. Um, you know, he's very good at play recognition again by the you know by kind of the intercept number interception numbers he had, but yeah, Minnesota needs a playmaker on that defensive side of the field. Um, and I think he could be a big help to that because yeah, as you mentioned, they 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 need they need help anywhere or mostly on that defense. Um, I think Forbes could come in there and be be an impact guy right away.
1: With the 24th overall pick that goes to the Jaguars, and really I think really all their needs, you know. Uh, defensive tackle, corner, and uh, and uh, attack, ta- uh, off defensive tackle, corner, and off offensive tackle are all, those would all be reaches. So I'm going to go with the best player available here with them, and that's Miles Murphy out of uh, Clemson. I think you add him into that rotation with Trayvon Walker, with Josh Allen. I think that, that could really help this Jaguars team. That's why with the 24th overall pick, I got the Jags taking Miles Murphy here.
2: I'm going Clemson. One of his former teammates there, Brian Breesey out of Clemson. Um, they've kind of invested a lot in that, you know, with Josh Allen as well in that defense, you know, he's an 11, he's an athletic guy up front, you know, he's dealt with a lot of off the field issues, you know, lost a sister this year to cancer, um, you know, a couple injuries, you know, he had a kidney infection as well. Like he, he's battled through a lot and I feel like you need some of that adversity to help you at the NFL level. Um, and he's a former number one recruit as well. Like the, the, the potential, you know, for him, I think you know, he's got a high ceiling there uh, going with Trevor Lawrence, you know, teaming back up with him. I think could be a nice piece there in that defensive side of the ball. Yeah. Might be a little bit of a reach, but I, I think with all the talent there, if he could stay on the field, I think he could be a different maker with that defense.
1: All righty, at 25 is my giants. And I, I think there's two big, big needs, I think corner and receiver, but I do think if they took a corner at this point, they'd be reaching. You got two, Good receivers on the board with Quentin Johnson and Jordan Addison. If it comes between those two, I'm going to go Quentin Johnson because the Giants. You can see there the receivers. They, they got a lot of smaller receivers. They don't have that big receiver. That and I think Quentin Johnson. I know separation has been and drops have been a criticism of his, but I think you know he ran a four four. I think I think he's I think he can get separation. I know drops are an issue, but. I want the Giants, the guy, I know they got Darren Waller, but he has injury concerns. I want Daniel Jones to get a receiver that he could throw the ball to. Like Joe said on John about the G-man on, on, on Monday, a guy he can throw the ball to on third and seven, on third and five, a guy who can make plays. That's why I got the Giants taking Quentin Johnston with the number 25 overall pick. Justin, who do you got the Giants taking at 25?
2: I got go wide receiver as well, but the guy from uh, BC, Zay Flowers, you know, Yeah, again, do you know, the Giants have had a lot of wide receiver injuries there the last couple of years. They've had guys kind of struggle, say, on the field. Um, You know, he had an outstanding super uh, senior bowl week. You know, he's had some drops as well, but he's really he's really awesome as a route runner. Um, And he's always been a problem after the catch the way, you know, you know, guys have kind of strode tackle him in space. I think he's a guy to come in and help Giants out. At, at the water receiver position. Cause yeah, there, there's a big need there. Um, you just, you just need a guy to stay healthy. You need to kind of get the depth. So I got, I got the Giants going Zay Flowers here.
1: If you're going to contend with the Cowboys or Eagles in this division, you got to have that guy. Because you look at the games they played against the Cowboys and Eagles. The Eagles, they 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 couldn't. They they really in those three games did not get over 20 points. I know they got 22 points, but that was a garbage time touchdown at the end. And even in the Dallas game, they didn't get over 20 points because that was another garbage time touchdown in the end. So if you're going to keep up with Dak, you're going to keep up with Jalen Hurts. You have to. I, I think Daniel Jones has proven to be a franchise quarterback. I think he's got the skill set to be a franchise quarterback. Now he needs that guy. He needs that guy he can rely on. And it's so crucial for the Giants to get that guy in this draft. Because Darren Waller, you can't bank on being that guy. The Giants got to get that guy in this draft, that receiver. And I think if Quinton Johnson is there, or if there is a receiver, if there's a Quinton Johnson, there's a Zay Flowers, there's a Jordan Addison there, the Giants got to take him. That's why I really, really want the Giants taking a receiver at number 25.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You should. Yeah, you got to keep up. Again, yeah, I think we saw Dana Jones make the strides last year. But he still only had fifteen p- touchdown passes, you know. And again, I know that's a lot because the injury concerns. Yeah, the tight end now with Waller helps to bring him in. Um, you know, yeah, can he stay healthy again? When he's healthy, he's one of the best tight ends in the league. You know that the problem is can he stay on the field? So yeah, Giants. They want to keep up with Jalen Hurts of the world, the Dak Prescotts of the world. Um, yeah, they're gonna have to score some points. And yeah, adding any receiver in the first round sitting there, um, uh, gonna be you know, gonna be a, a, a good a good pick there for the Giants. At, help out Jano Jones even more because they've invested a lot of money into him. I thought it was a little bit more than they should have gave him. but look, if they believe in him, you got to get him the help now and give him the best chance to succeed. And yeah, adding wide receiver here would, would be that best case scenario for him.
1: Absolutely. 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 Now with the number 26 overall pick, I think this is a pretty obvious one. It, it is good. It's a good player on the board. It completely fits the need for the Cowboys because they lost Dalton Schultz in free agency at the 26th pick. I got the Cowboys taking Michael Mayer at Notre Dame. Justin, who do you got Who do you got? Uh, the Cowboys taking at 26?
2: Yeah, I got I get going Michael Mayer too. I know I don't pay attention too much to player comparison, but it's Jason Witten. So I, I think John, the, the, the Cowboys will love that there. Big producer for the for the Irish over the last three years. Um, I think it'd be filled a, a really key need there for the Dallas, as you mentioned, Schultz is gone.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I think they that would be a really good hole for the Cowboys to fill there. Now at twenty seven, we got the Bills, and I could have went a couple other ways. I could have went. I could have went receiver here. I could have went. Uh, I, I could have maybe went offensive line, but I think an old line would have been a reach here for them. Maybe even defensive line because of Von Miller coming off that coming off an injury. But I am going to go with the position they have really – think i I'm going to go with the position they, with something they've really struggled to do over the last three years, and that's run the football. And I know they got Damian Harris. I know they got James Cook and Naheem Hines on this roster. But I think they need a guy. They need a back. They need to improve that room. If they're going to make a deep playoff run, you saw what happened last year against the Bengals with them not being able to run the football. If this team is going to make a deep playoff run, they have got to get a running game. And that's why with the number 27th pick, I got the bill taken Jamari Gibbs – from Alabama with that pick. Justin, who you got the Bills taking at twenty-seven?
2: I got him going at the linebacker pitch Drew Sanders out of um Arkansas. Did a great amount of blitz in there at Arkansas, but he, you know only started one year. I know they lost the Bills lost Edmonds. Um, but he's a guy that can play inside or outside linebacker and um or an outside rusher, actually. But I, I think you know the Bills will be I think you know, Bills I like the 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 um the running back pick there with Gibbs. I think that could be another one, but I feel like Bills defensive side of the ball. Um, you know, going there with um Drew Sanders and you know, you know, we'll see kind of filling that hole there for um Tremaine Edmonds after they lost him.
1: Yeah, yeah, I could I, I could see that. But I do think Drew Sanders is a little bit of a reach there yeah. for the Bills. I think I think he's I know linebackers a need, but I do think he's a little bit of a reach.
2: Yeah, no, I could see. I was going it was tough. I was either doing him or Jack Campbell were the, were the, were the two there. Um the two bottom I know they're both maybe a little bit of a reach, but um, I think uh, you know I could see the bills they kind of filling that that hole there for tight or for a linebacker yes yeah, yeah I could I could see that too now with the
1: number 28th pick that goes to the Bengals, I think one of their big needs is safety I know they drafted Daxon Hill last year but they did lose one of the top safeties in the league in uh in Jesse Bates I know they could improve their 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 uh their edge rushers they could improve they could always even improve on the offensive line but I think with with best player available and need, I think this fits this pick fits uh, them. That's why I got the bangles taking Brian branch with the number twenty-sixth overall pick, uh, with number 28 overall pick. Justin, who do you got the Bengals taking at 28?
2: I got him going senior as well, but I got getting banks out of Maryland. First on a seen freshman year played like the final eight games, I believe that year. Um, another secondary kind of piece of that t- defense. Um, you know, as you mentioned, they lost Jesse Bates, so I think a guy come in and um can can play pretty early there for the Bengals. Um, and, and again at twenty eight would be a steal for him. Because I know you had him going pretty early. I know a lot of people have him going pretty early. Just the way I guess my mock draft kind of felt fell. You know, he's sitting there at twenty eight. I think it would be a great pick there for Cincinnati.
1: It absolutely would. It absolutely would. Absolutely was. Would. Now, the number 29 pick. This goes to the New Orleans Saints. And I think a big need for the Saints is, is, is edge rusher, I think, especially defensive line. They've lost, lost a couple of the Falcons in free agency. They lost, they lost Marcus Davenport, Cameron Jordan's getting up there in age. Defensive t- defensive line is definitely a big, big need for the Saints. And I got them filling with that need, and I got them taking Will McDonald out of Iowa State. Justin, who do you got the Saints taking at twenty nine?
2: I got him going edge rush too. I got Miles Murphy out of Clemson, you know, consistent guy, you know, he's an elite pass rusher can impact the plays even when he doesn't get to the quarterback. But yeah, as you mentioned, they lost to Cam Jordan's getting up there in age. I feel like he's a guy um, that could help New Orleans right now. And yeah, as a team right now that's a favorite to win the division could kind of help them out there and um, provides provide a pass rusher for the, for the Saints defense already we got the defending nfc champions picking again it's
1: like the rich are getting richer you know they win the <laughs> nfc and they got two first round picks but uh we got uh, for me i think some of the eagles needs i think one of them is at safety but brian because they lost cj gardner johnson this year but that, that, that that's that's not gonna matter that's not gonna that, that's gonna be a reach now because brian Branch is off the board they filled that hole at, at, at guard there is a a, hole, a little bit of a hole at linebacker, but also they had they got Nakobe Dean. There's a hole at defensive tackle, but Clancy's already off the board. So, for me, I feel like why not just get another pass rusher if you're them with that extra pick? So, for me, with the 30th overall pick, I got the Eagles taking on. I'm going to have trouble pronouncing his name. He's the guy from t- Kansas State. You can help me, Justin. He's the guy from Kansas State who won the def- Big 12 of the year. Felix and Dyke and, and duke uzama i got them take i got them taking him with the 30th overall pick justin who do you got the eagles taking with the 30th pick
2: i am getting clancy out of pittsburgh the D tackle as you mentioned yeah a little bit undersized but i think he's one of the best you know he's he's one of best pass rushers he's got an explosive first step um he's a guy that just never quits on a play he's just got a high motor um and, and i think the eagles kind of again that defensive line was a huge part of their success last year. They lost a couple guys. I've already got him getting an edge guy, now bringing in the D tackle to kind of bulk up that defensive line yet again. Here, um, I got him, you know, Clancy pretty close to where he played his cows ball, going to uh, Philly. Gotcha, gotcha. Imagine that. Imagine if they can get Clancy with that pick. That
1: would be that would be yeah. ca- almost replacing Javon Harvgrave there. Yeah, and be, it'll take a couple of years, but that'd be kind. Of, that'd be replacing what they lost with Javon Harvgrave. Now with the last pick of the first round, that's the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, I could I could go tackle because they did lose both of their tackles in the offseason, but they but that's that would be kind of a reach. So I'm gonna go receiver here because they did lose Juju Smith Schuster. And I'm gonna go with Jordan Addison. I got the Chiefs taking Jordan Addison here. Uh, with, with this pick. I think this is this will this this is a pick that's gonna help their receiver room. And I, that's why I got them taking Addison with the 31st overall pick.
2: Yeah, I got Jameer Gibbs. I got him going running back there. I think he kind of, he reminds me of Alec Kamara because of his patch catching abilities, and he's such a mismatch in the open field. Um, uh, you know he's just awesome route runner as well. And you know going back and watching his highlight tape, whenever it felt like Alabama was like in a tough spot, it, when they kind of were stuck in a, you know, kind of stuck, they were struggling to move football. That's when the, that's where Saban got him the football any way they could. And I feel like the Chiefs adding him would just be you know another, you know, if they, even they get Addison or as Rodrigo um, mentioned there, you know, Jalen Hyatt as well, like any other offensive weapons there, um, you know, w- would be a great get to can- continue to help that offense out. So I am getting Gibbs out of Alabama.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Any offense that could help them out would definitely be good for that team. But that is going to conclude our Mark draft. And that is going to wrap it up for this edition of Sports Talk with RJ. But we're not done today. We're going to be back in five minutes talking about the NBA playoffs, so make sure you tune in for that. Jones, first is. down, wide open, it's Barkley, and Saquon Barkley will take it into the end zone. Your best ability is, ava- is availability. Saquon Barkley, he's great when he's on the field, but the problem is, since 2018, he hasn't been healthy
2: for this team.
0: Look at this, they lob it to him, he taps it in off the glass! How about that right?
2: Porter Moore's, I think, right now is the best coach of college basketball. Hands down. Fins two for three. He's done his part.
0: Pitch is drilled the deep right field toward the
1: holes and it is gone. They don't mind not being what they were in the 90s as the best organization in baseball, because the Yankees are not They're even close to the best organization in baseball.
2: They're trying to be the Rays, and the Rays do this for a reason. Like, you're the Yankees.
0: My name is Joe Aguilar. Hello, my name is Joe Aguilar. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Chowing About the g man And great true crime shows like Sticky Meek, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Burn, the Unsolved Murder of David Iman. You can find all these podcasts So much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com.